Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 13, Smile Like You Mean It. No. Okay. Just no. You know I don't like it when people tell me to smile. No. Just no. Although, but I'm, I mean, I get the I get the reference. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all about joke, uh, Jerome. Um, yeah. <laughs> um. Now, now that we've seen this episode, have I discussed the three Joker theory on this podcast? I cannot. I don't recall. think you have. Okay. Do we want to? I think we just go ahead and throw it out there. Up yeah, because I'm kind of already talking about it now. Yeah. Um. There is a huge theory going that's a part of the dc universe that there are not one but there are actually three different jokers okay and and this is purely from comics so it's not like we're we're saying for sure this is what's happening on gotham and spoiling it it's just a theory correct um and i'm actually going to pull up some reference points here Ooh, look at you oh it's actually in justice league number 50 it was revealed to us that there are three jokers okay uh, the three Jokers shown to us are Golden Age Joker, the Killing Joke Joker, and New 52 Joker. Okay. Um, I know the New 52 Joker is the one who gets Dollface to cut his face off. Yes. And then he begins to wear it like a mask. That sounds kind of familiar. Doesn't it, though? So hmm. that's where, that's real. but the New 52 is like the, kind of the current. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> that's where I was like, okay, they keep talking about how he's not, they're not going to introduce the Joker, the Joker, the Joker, but they've right. introduced a Joker. Yeah. And I believe that Jerome Valeska is supposed to be the new 52 Joker. Okay. But like, that's the thing. Cameron posted something. I think you showed me on instant Instagram. Um, I that, love that you call it that. I know. Unironically. Um, that he, it was basically this big thank you to the cast and crew for being awesome and him doing this, this arc and him playing this classic character and da da da. da. And I'm like, dude, you're the Joker. Like, you may be one of a couple of Jokers, but like, you're the fucking Joker. Right. Yeah. So they have that option of going down the road of having several different Jokers because you've got the Golden Age Joker, which is, of course, the original Joker from the from the 40s. Right. So there's that guy that we all know and love from back then. But then there's also the Killing Joke Joker. Who's a lot darker, if I remember correctly. Much, much darker. He's from the 80s. It's, well, the Killing is from the Killing it's, it's Joke. It's Frank which Miller, is, so yeah. Yeah, it's the 1988 comics. It's a one-shot. This um, is the one that gave the origin for him, didn't it? With a sympathetic backstory. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. the one. Or one of many, because Joker's been uh, retconned. Well, like every comic character's yeah. been retconned. Yeah. But anyway, the, the the entire point I'm trying to make is that I feel like it's possible, because there are the three Joker theory, yeah. that it's possible that they can introduce Joker and they can pull this off and have mm-hmm. him be a Joker. Yeah. And then introduce another Joker down the road, because it's it's there's a precedent for it. Yeah, it's not totally like, and they're not going to make it seem like it's the same guy. Right. As long as they don't try to trick us, I'm okay. Yeah. I don't... <coughs> because, I mean, we've got this episode, and then we've got one more episode. And you and I are both concerned that after next episode, Jerome is gone again. Yeah. We don't know because we haven't seen it. Yeah. But that's kind of how and it's And I'm looking. hoping it's gone as in, like, in Arkham or off in wherever the hellfish is. Yeah. I'm afraid they're going to kill him kill, again. Like, kill him, kill him. I'm afraid they're going to kill him again. I am, too. That's so, not what I want. Um, 
but it's just a matter of Cameron's Cameron Monahan's uh, contract with them. Yeah. Um. So because he does have other things. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's in demand. He's a good he's a good young actor. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there that that is a okay. possibility that they could be going down that road, and I'd actually kind of be okay with it. It's just after Cameron Monaghan for them to bring in two other actors down the road. They're going to have to be damn good. Yeah, and Cameron was damn good. That's what I'm saying. They'll have to be to to follow him. But I mean, him. like after after Heath Ledger. Because he didn't try to, oh, he didn't try yeah, to mimic. Yeah, yeah. Because Heath Ledger was the was the ultimate Joker. Proto, yeah. Because that's the thing. Like I look, I look at the Jokers in a group. I don't let necessarily go. Oh well, Heath Ledger was the best, you know, because he was he was separate because he was in the Nolan verse. No, like I look at all the Jokers and Cameron. They number one, they snuck him in on us. Yes, because we didn't know who he was. Yes. And he ended up being, like, the villain of the episode. And you're like, holy shit, this kid's crazy. And then he starts doing the laughing thing. And you're like, oh, oh my God. Shit. Did we just see the beginnings of, of the Joker? And yes, so, please. And he's so good at it. And he didn't try to he didn't try to mimic anybody. He actually, from what I've read, is he tried to do a blend of Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. Yeah. And, but he pulled it off. And it works. Right. And so, yeah, you're right. To they Every time you bring a new Joker out... You've got to up the ante, and that's why I think for me, Jared Leto fell so flat for me because I, I was like, no, "This is no, bullshit." Don't, no, we're not even going to talk about that. No, I'm making no. We're not even talking about that um, because to me, there's always been Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. Heath Ledger, and Mark Hamill, and even then, and for, now for me, for Cameron me, Jack Monaghan. Nicholson was always like, "Oh, it's Jack Nicholson playing the Joker." No, well, for me, yeah, but I'm old, yeah, so. <laughs> But if you you got to think of you know your influ- influence on you as a child, or even slightly older. Mine is mine is definitely uh, then it's Mark. See there you go. So for me the the, the it's that voice. Well, it's either that or the one from the um, um, Adam West series. Cesar Romero. Yeah. Oh my god. See that's my generation because that's the Batman. thing I've seen. I've seen them draw Mark a bunch of different ways. I've seen clips from the but Arkham the video games. The voice is always it's, the same. It's yep. always his voice. It's always his voice. And Mark Hamill. Oh my gosh. You didn't believe me when I told you that's who that I was. I was like no. I, I made no. you watch a YouTube video of him doing the voice no. and you were like I don't believe it. No. I'm, I'm looking at it and I still don't believe that Mark Hamill. And I've heard interviews of him since then and now I hear it. Yeah. His voice is matured. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, so that's our Joker sidebar. So yeah, sorry I had to go down there, but I felt it was important. It was because I, I really, the more I think about, the more I'm convinced that's where they're going. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I like it. I hope they just put him aside somewhere and then they can bring him back later. Yeah, but I'm kind of expecting it because Jerome is as much older than Bruce that he is. Yeah, yeah, he's not. I mean, he, we're assuming he was he's 17, young. 18. Yeah, 17, so now he's got to be, well, he was dead for a year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does that count? <laughs> How does that work? <coughs> Still, I mean, he's fairly young. Yeah. And, well, I guess Joker was always older than Batman. I always thought of him as being older. Joker, to me, has always been kind of timeless as far as his age. Yeah, but I always thought of him as being older I than always, Batman. okay. I always thought of Batman as being like in his 30s and the Joker being in his 40s. I see that. I have no point of context for that. That's just how you feel. That's just how I roll. Well, that's okay. 
you're you're entitled to roll that way. Because I always thought of, I don't want to say Chuck was an old man, but he was just older. He had been around longer. Yeah, yeah. You know, where Bruce was the young kid. Because Joker almost like 98% of the time always got over on. Yeah, that's true. Got it over on Bruce. That's so. true. Just saying. So, yeah. All right. Because, I mean, Batman came about because of the villains. The villains came first. Yep. So. That's why I think Gotham's so cool. Because it shows all that. Yeah, but it's just going to go downhill. Uh, shush. Just going to go downhill. I know. Till we kill Jim off and then it'll be fine. Anyway, that's, that's in the next episode, right? Yeah, probably. That's what I keep telling myself. Anyway, yes, let's get to the episode. All right, so this was directed by um, Olentunde Osunsanme. And Bless you. He, we, we talked about him. Uh, he did two episodes of Sleepy Hollow. And he's done lots of TV, and when I was researching for Sleepy Hollow, I found a cool little story about him. Um, and so I'm going to tell the Gotham people now. Um, he They brought him in for a couple episodes of Dark Skies, which was yeah, uh, the, the TNT thing. And everybody fucking loved him. They said he was great to work with, the actors, the crew, everybody loved him. And then toward, I think it was the end of their, if if not their final, it was the Countdown. next to last they had some director that couldn't show up or whatever and they all were like let's get him and so apparently like he's very well respected with people he works with and i always think that's really cool so i cuz i was like oh i know that name and i looked for gotham and i was like why can't i find him in my notes and it was because it was sleepy hollow oh so yeah um and then it was written by steve lillian who uh and brian winbrandt and these are the guys uh, they're, we, I, they look like partners, writing partners, because they both wrote on Follow the White Rabbit, and they were both, like, co-creators of Alcatraz, and, like, their resume's basically the same. Yeah. So that's cool. I think they did a good job for for newbie, at least new to Gotham, relatively new. Yeah, because this is a tough storyline to write. Yeah, and I thought this was much stronger than Follow the White Rabbit. So, even though that in and of itself wasn't a bad episode, just because I didn't like uh, the Hatter. So, whatever. Yeah, you didn't like this Hatter. So, okay, so we start, and we are at uh, Wayne Enterprises, and two guys are playing poker. We're They're at guards. A. We're at a what? We're at, there's not a <gasps> No, there's not a V. We're at, we're at some kind of warehouse. I'm but, sorry, I'm nitpicking. That's fine. Um, and so they're playing, and fucking Joker's wild. And you and I are both like, mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a season one kind of reference. <laughs> but this is the kind of humor we've come to expect. It's comic booky. Yes. So yeah. Um so this dipshit Dwight shows up with uh with a bunch of like his uh all the drone lackeys and they come in and one of the guards starts firing on them and then I will say this did kind of surprise me. The other one starts laughing and just stabs him. And yeah, what the fuck? He lets the guy in. So I I, I kinda like that because it showed that you can't just look at somebody and be like, they're fucking crazy and they follow Jerome. Right. Because he just looks like a normal security guard guy. Um, and so uh, they uh, they go into this room and we see these pods like we saw in Indian Hill. And um, so Dwight goes straight to Jerome's pod and we're, we're like, yes, yes. And um, then he starts laughing and you're like, well, this is only going to end well. Um, and so this is where I started to get confused because we see the, we go to the crime scene a little later and the GCPD are there and they're freaking out. And it's the exact same place. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they got Jerome. And you're like, what? And so Harvey starts talking about, cause, cause, uh, 
was it Harvey that was like, let me get this straight. We shipped this to, or no, I think it was Jim and Harvey was like, yep. Um, Jim's like, yeah, because Harvey was not sugarcoating it. Yeah. He, it was like, we shipped stuff from Indian Hill who was run by Wayne Enterprises back to Wayne Enterprises. And Harvey's like, yeah, that's the thing that happened. So yeah, so that was, that was smooth move, go, uh, Gotham Good city job. government. Good job. And so, but this is when they're like, oh, so Dwight's the one that, that had the girl that was electrocuted that was resurrected and this was a trial run and they're gonna, they're gonna bring back Jerome. And I'm like, how the, again, how the fuck do you even know the pod had Jerome in it? Okay. All right. That I can handle because I feel like there was graffiti. Well, no, because I have a feeling that there are serial numbers on the pods and there's a manifest somewhere. I feel like though, if they knew that to catalog that Jerome's body was like in cryo, why not just fucking bury it at that point? Where are they keeping them? Well, I'm not not saying they knew previously. Oh, okay. So you're saying to trace back records. Once they got there and they saw the ha 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 ha, they looked to see who was in that pod, and then lo and behold, it's Jerome Valeska. I do believe, I do feel like that they would have had some kind of database record, record as to who was in what. Now, yeah, so that, now, the one thing that does has, well, we already had confirmation that Dwight was involved, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. He was so involved, he was in another franchise. Um, well, I love that they keep pulling people into the show. I know, and other. I really love that he was a Joker lackey in Dark Knight. I know it's great. It was great. So that just gives me warm fuzzies. So, um, like your socks? Yeah, like my socks. Okay. So they're like, oh, they're going to resurrect Jerome, and so they they uh, Lucius is there, which is pretty cool. And um, now the fact that they're concerned that the resurrecting jump is completely warranted because Jerome was completely insane. Yeah. So I can understand why this is. Such well, a I can game. understand why they're concerned. I just don't know why they jumped that conclusion. But then again, this is Gotham, and they jump to conclusions all the time. So they start. We talking, need to move the plot along, right? They start talking about like, okay, Lucius, what's somebody going to need? And he's like, um, they're going to need to raise the body temperature and da 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 da. And so they hear they hear something in the corner, and there's uh, one of the injured Jerome lackeys inside, and he's like giggling and being fucking crazy. So you're like, this is fine. Good times. And so we go to Wayne Manor and this dipshit Cole shows up and he actually like decides he thinks that shaking down Bruce Wayne is a good idea. And he's like, listen, Maria. Well, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's like, Maria owes me money because she broke a contract. And, and he's like, you know, if you don't get the money, then I'll turn Cause, cause they're like, what are you going to kill her? And he's like, no, I would never hurt a woman, but I'd turn her ass over to the police. And he's like, oh, get the money or, you know, and, and so, uh, Maria can bring it to him. And you're like, oh, okay, well, right away, that sounds like bullshit, mm-hmm. but all right. And so, um, we go to the GCPD and uh, this is terrible. So Lee's treating the guy that they found at the crime scene. And she's like, why didn't you fucking bring him to a hospital? And he's like, we need to talk. And you're like, okay, this is weird. You think they'd put them on separate shifts or something? Yeah. And so he's like, "Oh, we need to uh, we need to talk to him." And so, um, you know, I can do better the, at the station. She's like, "Okay, that's stupid," but um, she's like, "He needs to go to the hospital." And Jim's like, "Anyway, so thanks for not killing me because I know you're the one that that called off the hit." And she's like, "Anyway," and she walks away. And I'm like, "Okay." 
But Lee is more fun than she used to be. She is. I, I like, I like. I don't give see. no fucks, Lee. Yeah, I, I, we need to give her a name. Oh, yeah. She yeah, Because yeah, yeah. we had Stabby Babs. That's true. Oh, we have to think of that. Okay, con- new contest. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so this is when lackadaisical Lee. I don't know, but no, it's gotta it be a roll, roll off the tongue. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so the guy is like, Oh my God, you're Jim Gordon. And you, you, uh, you know, you dealt with Jerome directly and he's all like, you know, he's fucking crazy. And, um, he starts babbling about, see at this point, if they would have been like, Oh my God, they're going to bring Jerome back. I would have <laughs> been cool with it because he tells them, we're going to bring Jerome back. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he's like, Oh, we're everywhere. And he starts doing the laughing thing. And at this point I've decided that if you're a part of this gang, you have to have an audition of laughing. And if you don't have the maniacal well, laugh, you can't get in. Well, you, you have to, you have to look at the fact that how many people did they have to, um, audition to get to Cameron Monaghan? Yeah. Yeah. So these are all the people who didn't the make Lavens. it. These are the people who didn't make it. So, <laughs> but we could still use you. Yeah. And so Jim tells a uniform to have every unit looking for the symbol, the ha 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 graffiti. And you're like, uh, okay. I'm like, you're I don't just, know why you fixated on that, but all right. But why, and why are you just now picking up on that? Because it's been everywhere yeah. for the last season. Yeah. Cause we've seen lots of glimpses of it and I'm like, all right, whatever. We're just now. Okay. And so we get a really quick shot of Dwight um, hooking up Jerome's body to all his shit, all his electrocuty shit. I thought you were going to say we get a scene of Dwight hooking up. No. No. Dwight's not that cool. Um, And he turns his equipment on and you're like, ha ha, finally. Because at this point I'm just like, I don't care what happens, just bring Jerome back. Mm Mm-hmm. So we got to Oswald and I'm like, oh yeah, he's in this show too. Um, And so he's he's, uh, being even more emo than normal. And, um, he wakes up in his mansion to find Barb there. And she's like, okay. Apparently she's reading him an article and everybody's really pissed about the whole, uh, him telling the entire city of Gotham off. And he's like, I need to find Ed. And Barb's like, she starts telling him that, that, uh, Tommy Bones is starting to move in because she senses that he's, he's, he's weak and he's done for. And, um, Oswald's like, I need my Ed. And Barb's like, all right, anyway, beyond that, like, you need to clean yourself up. Ed. Yeah. You need to clean your shit up and come to the meeting. I We've called a meeting to the heads of the family, and you need to talk to them and calm their shit, sta- shit down. And you're coming to the bar. And what does she tell him? I can't. I should have written it down. Um, she tells him to do something with his hair, and it's glorious. Do that vampire. Vampire something something look yeah it was beautiful it was it was great um and so they um she's like listen they're gonna see you you're gonna you're gonna be your old self and all this shit's gonna get nipped in the bud and he's like why are you helping me and she's like because or i don't even know that he asks but she says listen i am protected because people are afraid of you and if people aren't afraid of you then they're gonna go after me and i was like well that makes sense facts i mean that's that's true so we go to Bruce and everything about this is terrible. And he calls Maria in and he's going to give her the money. And Selena's there and Selena's like, this is the dumbest thing ever. She's like, you know, it's bad when Selena is telling you to call the cops. Once again, Selena is the smartest person in the room. And that's, that's true. And so Alfred's like, um, who is already completely Twitter pated. You can tell. And Alfred's like, Oh, but she'll, 
you know, she'll go to jail. And um, she's like, listen, Maria's like, listen, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to get out of town. And um, because Selena's like, yeah, this guy's going to keep shaking you down. And Bruce is like, well, of course, the the white knight route. He's like, oh, we're going to we're going to pay him now. And then we're going to clear Maria's name. And there's there's a level of logic there. There is. And to him, I don't say it's good logic. To him, 200,000 really is like nothing. That's yeah. probably less than a day's worth of interest on all his money. Yeah, I had to put in that perspective that he's a billionaire. Yeah, so. and so, but Maria at this point is like, oh, I could leave Gotham. And Selena's like, oh my God, you're all dumb shits. And she leaves. And she's not wrong. I mean, she's really not wrong. No. Um. So this is when uh, the uniform guys report back to Gordon, who is acting like the the chief. And um, she, uh, the, or they're telling, they're telling him that basically the this graffiti's all over the place, which, duh. It has been. Why are they just now noticing it? And um, but they're it's mostly in the bad parts of town. And so they start talking about this is how the group is communicating to each other and whatever. And they start talking about how many disciples he has, which I will say, like, they did see a bunch of them in that theater. But nothing about that says it's the numbers that they assume they have. There's no way for them to know. Thousands. They kept, they kept trying to to guess at it. Yeah. And poor, is this where Harvey kept trying to say, no, no, it's not that bad. It's not that And like, poor Harvey the optimist. I know. My sweet baby child. Um, so this is when <laughs> Lucius, um, they start looking at like the electric grid. Sorry. And he's like, oh, there's this power surge at, at this intersection. Because like apparently Lucius is not only... Like forensics. forensics, dude. He's like the all-around Bill Nye, the science guy. Kind of, yeah. Here, and I still they've got to keep they've got to keep Lucius relevant. Yep, and I think that's the only reason he's the GCPD now. And they had to put him somewhere, and I guess this is better than being stuck in the Bat Cave for a season. Yeah, because that was last year. Yeah, because they can't they can't keep going. Oh, what does Lucius have to do in the Bat Cave? He's fixing something, right? So yeah, this did he ever fix that computer? I mean, yeah, and it came up with that weird schedule, and it turned out to that be, was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. all that, all work. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he has he traced the like a power surge back to when the girl was brought back. Oh, bless him. And so they're like, ha ha ha. And so they're gonna go. They're gonna go. Uh, uh, they're gonna go to the address. And of course, you get that shot on that one rando officer that you've never seen before. And he he picks up the phone and makes a call. Like they're on their way. Mm. And you're like da da da. So yeah. Um. So Dwight is trying to um figure out why the fuck Jerome isn't wakey wakey eggs eggs and baggy, and. This is when his assistant comes in. He's like, oh, the police, the police are coming. Because, of course, he's just gotten tipped off by this cop. Mm-hmm. And um, Dwight's like, yeah, no, it's totally fine, but I can't get this to work. And Gus is like, um, so, yeah, everybody wants to see Jerome. And they're going to be pissed, basically, if they don't see him. What the fuck? And so Dwight's like, okay, uh, uh. And then he freaks out and he electrocutes this guy, Gus. And he's like, shit, shit. And then he starts. This is my reaction. Then he gets the brilliant idea of, well, let's just go ahead and cut Jerome's face off. I was like, that's an odd choice. Okay. I just. Yeah. At this point, I just was like, so that's how that happened. Yeah. So this is when Jarvie 
uh, come in and they find they found the electrocuted guy and uh, Dwight's run away with with the face and it's fine. It's fine. We we've seen this episode of Hannibal. Yeah. So we go to one of these clubs like we saw before, and um, wow. So uh, Dwight comes in wearing Jerome's face like a mask, moisturizing. <laughs> You don't even watch Doctor Who, but you know that reference. It's beautiful. Um, Actually, I was not making a reference until you started laughing. Then I realized that I did. So give me credit for it anyway. There you go. Okay. Um, Subconsciously, you knew. I did. Um, And so, like, everybody's like, the fuck? But because they're all nuts... He's like, yeah, so Jerome is all of us. And he start, he gets him, like, chanting, man, crazies love a good chant. Don't they? And so. We? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so um, Dwight starts saying that, you know, Jerome is here. And they're all, like, chanting. And they're all Jerome, da 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 And so you like, get a car. And, and you, you get, get a car. car. But only I get the face. Um, <laughs> and so you're like, all right. So this is when, apparently, they have brought Jerome's corpse to the GCPD. Well, as you do. I mean, yeah. And I mean, so Lee's about to, about to like, I guess, cut him open and examine him. And we see a twitchy hand. And right away, we're both like, yeah. So, yeah, it's great. Because um, we, like, he's going to come back. They're not just going to get Cameron Monaghan. No. Or, it's Monaghan, right? Cameron Monaghan, yeah. Yeah, to just lay on it. You have to say flag. the first name to get the last name. Yeah. Um. So, we go to Lucius real quick. And he, uh... Tells Harvey and Jim that there's this cell phone at the crime scene that received a call from the precinct. Da da da. Which, okay, I don't know how they, but it's it's just back to the main number. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, "There's no way to trace it back." And then at this point, I was like, "Okay, I don't." Apparently, everybody just assumes that that Jim is in charge because Jim, like, he stands up on his little balcony and he's like. <laughs> Quiet, everybody, and he makes this big speech, and he's like, "Yeah." And so we have a mole, and they made a call, and I'm about to, I'm about to call the number, Jim. No, and it fucking works because this one dumb shit cop is like, "Oh shit," and he runs, and I'm like, "Oh baby," like I work at a really big company, and when you call, it it shows just the main switchboard, and it's that kind of thing. Like ours doesn't. I feel comfortable. That when I call from my company, it's going to show that. No, mine shows my direct line. And this dumb shit's like, oh my god, he's going to call me directly. So yeah, I'm like, he's an idiot. Um, Yeah, but if you call the main line, it's going to ring at the main line number. Exactly. And that's the number that shows up on the caller ID. So Jim was bluffing and bullshitting. Well, yeah, we both knew that. But yeah, and so this guy runs, and of course they grab him. And Lucius is like, oh yeah, good job. So, yeah. Um, so, before we continue to the super fun part where uh, Jerome is back and nobody else cares about anything else, uh, I did want to remind people that we enjoy feedback. Yes, we do. We got lots of feedback this week. We did. Uh, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. And on Twitter at randomtcasts. And on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. <laughs> and uh, if you don't want to remember any of that crap, uh, you can go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's links to all of that goodness. Yep. And what there. else can they find on our website, our Janya? Other podcasts? Well, like what? Like um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing that. And then uh, The Night Manager, which we didn't forget about. We have not forgotten. We life really just, haven't. Life just really happened a lot. Yeah. Um, 
We've been booked like every weekend I for know, a while now. Just it's exhausting. Life. Well, I mean, between the weather and my cat having surgery and, and me being sick, you being sick and me being sick and people having birthdays. I yeah, mean, what's up with that? Stuff like that? Yeah. A month ago. Um, <laughs> but then there's also our uh, random revelries, which we have not forgotten about either. Also. Also not forgotten about that. That will be around. That's to fill the spaces when we don't have anything else to do. Which we won't because Gotham's next episode is the last one until April 24th. So so there's Yeah, it's it's coming back. Don't worry about it. Then there's uh, 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 random movies, which we're going to be hitting over the summer. Yep. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, one podcast per season for the Netflix Marvel shows. So be looking for that. And American Gods comes out in April too. So we're going to be booked in April. Yeah, we're going to be busy. Yeah. That's going to be Interesting. American Gods, I'm going to, I don't even know what day of the week it's going to air on, but we're going to record that shit on the weekends. Yeah. Just FYI. Well, see, I can't watch it live. Yeah. Because oh, of my cable. Oh, no, you can't. Yeah. 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 So. You can watch it on your app, but not Yeah, I can live. watch it on my app. I can't watch it. Which tells so me my stupid. cable is fucked up somehow. Well, yeah. We Whatever. Like, I had, I had the package, the particular cable package for like two years before I found out. Somebody else who uses my login. Was like, hey, well, hey yeah, by the way, like, what? I used your login, so I'm like, Marvel okay. movies, what? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, so there's all that. Uh, and then also, you can find a link to our sponsor. You can. Would that be unofficial natural fan fragrances? It would. It looks like they're moving forward with their subscription boxes. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's um, where we're going. They currently were running a vote as to whether they're going to do Game of Thrones or Harry Potter. <gasps> and oh, wow. the Potterheads are coming. Oh, okay. Because okay. I was outvoted like... Like, whoa. There were two of us who voted for Game of Thrones and then like a million who voted Harry Potter. Okay. So, I'm not sure how that's going to come out. Okay. So, there's that. So, yeah, they're going to be moving forward. Look at that, it looks like. That's so. awesome. Um, and whatever you like to purchase from them, you can use our coupon code, Random C Podcast, no S, and you'll get uh, 10% yes. off an order of $5 or more. Yes. Which yeah, like, yeah, I did that right. Which, like, one full-size two-ounce bottle is, you can spend $5 on easy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, smell like your favorite characters. It's great stuff. It absolutely is. Um. So, anything else? Am I forgetting stuff? Uh. Probably. Okay. Is it earth-shattering? No. Okay. So I can because if I can't remember either, okay, we're good. So I can continue. Keep going. So Oswald shows up at Sirens, mm. and it's like I kept expecting to see like like Tabby like vacuuming in the background. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> because that's like, terrible. Like that's what you think of when somebody walks into like an empty banquet hall. It's like it's like some randos that's vacuuming terrible. in the corner corner. Because Barb's like, yeah, hi, how are you? And she's like, um. He thanks Barbara. He's like, thank you so much for being my friend. Um, and he's like, what should I do? And she's like, you pick you pick some guys and you fucking kill them. And you let everybody know that you're not, you know, you're not all depressed and everything. You can still be the king of Gotham. And so um, this is when Oswald's like, oh, it's so cute that you thought you could manipulate me. And he, he gets a knife out and he, he asks Barb what her plan was. Except this is the time when... The phone rings and it's Tommy Bones and he has decided that um, he doesn't work for him anymore and he says that he has Ed and that Not the Ed and that uh, unless Oswald walks away from his position he will kill him and 
So Tommy Bones hangs up. Oswald freaks the fuck out. Yes. Decides, I guess he decides that Barb is not part of his problem. Um, and then this, of course, when Barb calls Tommy Bones to be like, okay, good job. And Tabitha has been holding him at gunpoint, making him say such crazy things. So you're like, okay. Which we knew. We knew Barb and Tab were part of the, mm-hmm. were part of the plot. And so, uh, Barb's is like, yep, he's freaking the fuck out. He bought it. And, um, Tabitha's like, oh, okay, we're good. And then she shoots him. And I don't know what anybody expected because I was like, okay, she's going to kill him. But they closed out a character story arc. Correct. Tommy Bones we've had has Tommy been hanging around since like season one. That's yep. the guy that got out of prison that yep. Maroney. Maroney. Yep. So this is an old Maroney guy yeah. that they finally closed the loop on. Thank you for at least using a character that was pre-established. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's Gotham's. You have to. Oh, maybe you don't have to, but I really feel like they're tightening up their writing. I think they are too. I, I think, think they've they realized too. they've had too many characters. Yeah. And they're tightening it up. Yeah. And I think that's as good. I'm tightening my. You are. Hands, She's clenching. It's great. Yeah. Um. So we go to Jarvie and they're questioning <laughs> this police officer. And they they try to play good cop, bad cop on him, at which point this guy's like, oh, that's funny. I'm a cop. You can't do that. And so he, because Jim makes a comment like about, oh, a, a true police officer would never do that. And he's like, dude, I stopped being a cop a long time ago. Because he makes a point of saying, like, you were here when Jerome, like, invaded and killed half our half our thing how long have we been talking about how many times a year does the gcpd get massacred a lot this guy is one of those who has finally had enough it finally cracked and so um he's gonna uh he says that that's the night that changed him and um uh so jim jim's like what are you playing what's what's dwight planning and he starts laughing because of course that's what you do if you're a joker minion and um, Jim starts beating him up. I would just cry, but then again, I'm not a joker. You're not a joker minion. No. So um, so the guy keeps laughing because, of course, again, this is total, this is classic anybody that follows Joker. He keeps laughing through getting his getting his um, uh, face punched in. And so this is when Harvey joins in. And so Lee comes in. And I love this because she just walks straight up, plunges a syringe in his neck, and she's like, it's sodium pentothal. You've got to give him a couple minutes and he'll talk. And she just walks away. And we're sitting over here doing slow clap. Just slow clap it out, man. And you slow can clap tell, it you out. You can tell Jim and Harvey are like, did that just happen? Well, and as viewers, we're like, did that just slow clap it out, man? Yeah. Slow it was, clap it, it out. was beautiful. It was beautiful. I was like, I like this Lee better. I know. I like this widow. Hmm. She is a mob Gotta work widow. on the name. She is a, Gotta she work is a on mob the name. widow. Yeah. Gotta work on the name. Um, and so, uh, this is when, uh, Jim goes after her again, like, please don't fucking talk to her. Um, like, you were, she, she was accusing you of murder like a week ago. Maybe just give her some space. And, um, he goes after Lee and he's like, what gives? And she's like, dude, you fucking bend the rules all the time. Is it only okay if you do it? Yes. And I was like, oh my God, she's calling him on his shit. It's great. And so, um, he's like, you're better than that. Now, and you have a good theory. I have a good theory. Well, I don't know if it's good. I have a theory. You're calling it good. That maybe this is the trigger that sends Jim back to being the white knight. Yeah, because that's... Because he's seeing the influence he's had. That's been my whole thing is, I don't know how we're going to get from this Jim to the to the, to the the Commissioner Gordon we know. 
who's a because good guy. Because we've got to get back to the white knight Jim's, Jim. like, worked with the mob at this point. Like, he's he's fallen pretty far. Um, so I think I think that's kind of a cool angle. I don't know that they'll probably do that because that's a little thinky, but... Yeah, it's, it's giving him a little too much credit. Yeah. But... But I like that idea. Um, and so this is when uh, Jim's like, oh, he, he kind of, like, threatens her for her behavior. And I'm like, dude, pot call on the kettle. Right. And she And she basically is like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll tell the commissioner that I saw you guys beating a suspect up. Which, at this point, I was like, oh, you do have a commissioner. Okay, that's good to know. Oh, yes. I remember this. And so she tells Jim to never touch her again or tell her what to do. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Right, and right. she walks away. At this point, I still think they're going to end up back together. But still, for right now, I'm pretty happy. And so this one, Harvey comes in. And he's like, oh, this guy's singing. He's telling us that Dwight is going to take over Channel 9 News at 6. And you're like, okay, that's. That's a thing. Apparently, this gang does not practice compartmentalization. So, apparently, news stations get taken over a lot in the movies and on television. But does it ever really happen? Because we have friends. Yes, we do. At a couple different stations. In separate stations in uh, broadcast news. Broadcast news. Yeah. um, And in the news. Yeah. The newsroom. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I've seen this trope over and over again, but while watching this one, I was actually concerned. I'm not, and I was like, what if one of like, my babies was no, in the production booth? No. Yeah. No. No. It upset me. Yeah. So I got to thinking, we see it all. It is a trope. We see it, it all so the time. It is so But when was the last time it ever actually happened? I can actually not think of any time that at least I know of that, uh, that that's really happened. Okay. All right. So, you know, I think I, it just... I feel better about my babies then. Yes. Yes. Oh, In so, case you're listening. So, um... You should be. This is when we see a quick shot of Dwight and his crazy folks showing up. And, of course, he calls for... Uh, the station manager is calling for an evacuation. Of course, they're arriving. And it's like, okay, it's too late. Um, it's always too late. So, Lee returns to her lab and she finds a dead cop. And Jerome. <laughs> nice. And he comes up and he, and he it puts, it puts a gun to her head. And basically she fills him in on what happened since he died. And it's actually a really funny this scene. Is f- this is an, okay. She played a great straight man. She did. For lack of a better, I don't, I would call it straight woman. I don't know. She doesn't give any straight fucks. person. And she's like, yeah, no, that's the thing that happened. I think Lee's fucks died with uh, 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 Mario. Mario. I think so, too. Her last fuck, that was him. Because she was Literal, not... A- oh, God. Yeah. But um, Because, like she, did, like, she didn't look scared. She was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you died. It's fine. Well, she has been kidnapped three times, twice on this planet. This oh, wait, true. that's a different... No, that's, that's a different one. That's a different show. Um, But he recognizes her even, and she's like, we're not together. <laughs> and he's like... Yeah, I can see that. What happened? Well, he, he killed, killed my, my husband. husband on our wedding night. And Jerome's like, yeah. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I totally get that. At least he's still sympathetic. It was so he's funny. He's not a complete, like, psychopath. Psychopath? That's what we're calling him now. A psychopath? You've given me wine. No? I ha- oh, you gave yourself wine. I gave myself wine. wine. That's okay. It's even better. Um, And so Lee's like, um, again, you're in the middle of a police station. What the fuck? And he's like... So the last thing I remember, I was going to kill, I was going to kill Bruce Wayne and then Theo killed me and then he called him like a, he made fun of his ears. He called him like a jug ear or something. Yeah. It was funny. 
Um, and so he's, and, and at that point he's like, I'm going to kill Theo. And she's like, yeah, he's dead now too, again. Well, and, no, he says dead now too. And he asks, well, who killed him? She says, which, which time? time? It was so great. It was great. It's priceless. This, I like, I could watch this scene over and over again. It was again. so much fun. It was so well written. It was well acted. It was. And that's the thing. Marina has the chops. Well, she's not also, a bad actress. Well, and I think it could be part of the reason why her acting was so lacking last season. She was pregnant. Yeah. And having a high risk pregnancy. That's true. And that's why they wrote her off so quickly mm-hmm. to have her go she down south. Not, I don't think she was feeling well. And she yeah. was going through a divorce and getting married. And yeah. Wow. That's a lot of drama that to be going through. But now that that's all wrapped up. Yeah. It's like we're seeing her again. Yeah. Because we liked her before she started dating Jim and got boring. But yeah. yeah. Oh, we uh, have more on that later. So, so Jerome is like, so anyway, where's my face? Just casually, <laughs> nonchalant. Because he's bandaged his face but up. But at this point, I was kind of upset with them because I was like, I'm losing time with Cameron's face and all his cool expressions. Yeah, see, I have a whole problem with that now. Yeah, because we missed a lot of, a lot of stuff. His facial expressions was half his character. Exactly. He's very, he's very vocal with his face. He emotes. Yes. There you go. That's, very well. that's a good word. I can't with the acting words. Cause yeah. Glad I have a Enunciate to the back row. So yeah. That's actually a Robin Williams quote, but whatever. Um, so we go to, uh, a movie which I'm going to pretend stops at a certain point and I don't cry. Um, so we go to real quick shot of the police show. No, it was in a stand-up show, not in that movie. Oh, I thought it was, it was in just in a Dead stand-up. Poets. No, it was oh. in um, Robin Williams at the Met. Oh, good, yay! All right, because I pretend Dead Poets ends at a certain point, and then we all go home. It does. And we're happy. It does. Yeah. Um, and so the police show up at the station, and this is when there is one of the crazies in the lobby holding this lady that's like taped to a chair and she's got all these grenades so if the door opens the that grenades a, go off that, that the the technical term for that is a fuck ton that was the most jokeriest kind of setup right i mean like it's completely crazy and it's like way more grenades than any one person needs to kill somebody or needs to even have in their possession at any one time it was so jokery so i i was like man you nailed it cuz that felt like something the joker would yes. do um, and so this is when uh, we go away from the cool plot and we go back to the boring one. Um, oh, yeah. And Maria, I will say, I didn't call it very far in advance, but I did you call it. You gave it like five seconds. I did. So she shows up and she's given the money to Cole. And then, of course, it's like, we pulled it off, baby. And Selena comes in and she's like, God, y'all are dumb. And she's like, she was like, yep, I was right about you. And Maria's like, oh, you know. Bruce doesn't care about the money and it's fine. And she's like, yeah, you only came back to, to, to get his money. And, um, he's like, uh, Cole tells her, he's like, calm down. And Selena like fucking draws a knife and she, she pulls it pretty quick and she gets it against his throat. And her mom's like, oh, stop. And I, I was waiting for the super tropey, like, he's your father, but they didn't go that route. Thank God. And Selena is eventually she she lets she uh takes the knife away and she's like fuck this and she's like don't ever come back and she's all upset and she leaves and i'm just like my poor sweet selena it's never been about the money no it's been about maria's motives and again she she reminds her she's like you fucking left me for 11 years while i was a child so So, yeah (coughs) and then we don't see her again for the rest of the episode right 
So if this is the extent of Maria's Oh, no, we do see her again. We do see her again at Wayne Manor. Oh. Still. If this is the extent of her character arc, it's just It was such a fucking wet wet blanket. Like, I didn't even need it. Like, why? Yeah, I'm still not seeing the long... I can't see a long game for her. It's just boring. Yeah. Well, there's always a boring character. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) When When you know it, it's usually a woman. Hmm. Damn it. Hmm. Um, so this is when we go to Dwight and he's going to give his speech to the city and he's still wearing his, his, uh, uh, Jerome mask, which is. Is this where it started to crack? Mm-hmm, at the, at the, uh. At the mouth. The lip. What are those? Yeah. Lip corners of, of the corners mouth. Corners of the mouth, yeah. Jesus, me with the words. Yeah, because I remember seeing this and thinking it's starting and to And it's crack. starting to look like a well, smile. If you, if you think about, you know, the face doesn't have blood pumping through it and there's nothing to keep it. It's going to get all leathery Moisturizing, and yeah. And it's going to start drying out and cracking. And it does. Which explains the mouth. And the smile. I don't like it. Yeah. That's just it was not ooky. even a good. I didn't like the mask. Mm-mm. Because, like, when he had it, like, up, like, you would put a mask up, like, you would hold... Like Halloween mask, yeah. Yeah, and it looked like a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's supposed to be some dude's skin. Yeah, and his face wasn't covered in blood or anything. Yeah, it, Which I is just, where I was going with the moisturized comment. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I kind of failed. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was just like, okay. I, and the whole time I'm like, yeah, whatever, Dwight, you're going to die because Jerome's going to come back and you're going to die and I just want Jerome and you suck. At least he's not boring. And pretty much that's probably what I'm guessing everybody else was thinking, too, um, in Gotham. Because even Jim's like, oh, God. So Jim calls and Dwight Dwight takes the phone and Jim's like, oh, okay, so there's no way out. And Dwight's like, no, uh, you know, uh, and he's like, yeah, you <laughs> – you can't even leave these crazies. Like, you're boring me. And he's like, and Dwight starts regurgitating what Jerome was saying to Jim. And Jim's like, oh, my God, you're even repeating his exact words. Like, God, you're boring. And Jim hangs up on him. And so we add so, to our collection of Jim hanging up on criminals. That is kind of a. Uh, it's, com- it's becoming there's a, a precedent. Thing. Yeah. There's, there's a precedent yeah. there. So, But <laughs> I kind of like it. I know. I like that. I like it when Jim is. Well, doesn't give any fucks, honestly. Um, there are t- way too many fucks on this show. That's true. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. And so Harvey's like, okay, we found a way in through the through the ventilation system. And I'm like, again, who is in charge? Who is the captain? Because I'm pretty sure it's Harvey. Well, we know who's holding the testicles. Yes, we do. And so um, this is when uh, apparently we do get the families coming into Sirens. And uh, I, I actually really love this because... Barb and Tab, Tabby are sitting at the window, and they're just kind of looking at everybody gathering, and they're talking about how basically how all this worked. And Tabitha's like, um, she's like, when it's over, we're going to kill Nigma, right? And Barb's like, yep. And, and that's the only thing Tabby cares about. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're basically, we get confirmation again that they're murder girlfriends, and... And they have a little kissy-kissy, and Barb's like, yeah, what should we do with all the heads? And they start talking, and we find out that there are a couple different ways they could go with this. There's option A. Right, which is the less murdery route. And then there's the option B, which is what Tabby wants, which is, let's kill everybody. And um, so it's great because Barb is like, okay. 
And so this is when Tabby just starts mowing everybody down with this giant gun. Tabby deserved that. She did. She deserved that. She did. And you pointed out, oh my gosh, it's almost like nobody ever cut her hand off. Yeah, her hand seems to be really functional. Yeah. It's almost like they couldn't afford to do the effects for it. Gunshot wounds and severed limbs are fine. Heal miraculously quickly. Stab wounds. Stab wounds. And apparently whatever those dots are on Jim's face that have been there for like five episodes. And yet Tabitha has a hand. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Now we know that Lee is withholding the miracle drugs or something. Clearly. Okay. Because like, you know, the three dots on his forehead oh, that God, have they been were, there. They've been driving me nuts. For months. Yeah. For, in our time. And, yeah. And so, um, Barb calls Ed whilst, uh, Tabby is mowing down the entire bar. At that point, I'm like, oh God, you've got to replace all your stemware. Um, but Barb calls Ed and she's like, okay, Oswald's all yours. Okay. I'm going to call it now. Okay. Okay. Edward is going to have Oswald in his grasp. Oswald is going to profess his undying love. And Edward's going to have to leave him alive. Yeah. Calling it now. Oh, please. Yes. If not, I need that fanfic. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I'm just going to call it right there. Okay. So, um, so this is when we go back to Dwight. And he apparently is on the air now, which I don't know why he wasn't before. Introduces himself. He starts to use his own name. He's like, I'm Dwight Jerome. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Dwight Jerome? Yeah. And so we go back to the lab, and the real Jerome is watching on TV, and he's like, damn it, this guy sucks. And he, 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 oh, he's bound and gagged Lee, and he just leaves her there, and he's gonna, he's gonna put on a show. Cause he's got the police officer's uniform, and you're like, this is great. I this love is Joker, so familiar. Joker dressing up as a cop. And so, um, he he walks out. <laughs> Meanwhile, his entire face is bandaged. Okay, it's but, fine. But, but wait. So Dwight is dressed up as the Joker. Yep. And Dwight was the extra cop. Yep. For the Joker. Yep. But now the Joker, is Jerome, dressed is dressed as the cop. Yep. To go kill Dwight. That's a better rabbit hole than any of the uh, Mad Hatter stuff Pretty we've much, seen all yeah. season. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, he drives to the station and in true Joker fashion, he just runs over a guy and he's like, sorry, oops, (laughs) I just couldn't stop. It was great. Um, and so this is when Jim and like a SWAT team sneak in through the ventilation system. They knock the dumb shit out that's out front with the lady with the grenades. And, um, which (laughs) again, these guys aren't the smartest. No. They're dedicated not super smart. No. Um, and so they, they burst into the studio and they, you know, they, there's, they're going to apprehend people and they've, there's shots being fired. And, um, Dwight tries to run and Jim tackles him. And you're like, okay. Well, that was that. That's kind of anticlimactic. That's the thing that happened. Uh, so we go to Wayne Manor and the B plot <laughs> that sucks. And Selena confronts, uh, Bruce. Oh, you're right. This is Bruce, not Maria. Um, she confronts Bruce and she's like, did you know? And he's like, yeah, I suspected. And she's like, what the fuck? You gave her the money anyway? And he's like, it wasn't about the money. And she's like, oh my God, you were paying my mom to play my mom to keep her around. And he's like, well, but yeah. And he, like, he had good intentions. And I, again, Bruce has done this shit before. He means really well. 
So we missed the scene where Alfred is trying to tell Bruce that he's being a dumb shit, but Bruce says, I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. Yeah, because we've seen that many times. Although at this point, I think Alfred's probably like, yeah, you should probably give him the money because I like her. That's true. He's all Twitter-pated. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he's like, yeah, she's a con artist, but I couldn't tell you that. And um, And he's like, we both lied to you, but for different reasons. And she starts trying to attack him. And he keeps blocking her and deflecting her, and he he won't engage. And she's like, "Fight me!" Because this is how Celine is like. I have mo- emotions, and I want to get rid of them. Yeah, I, she's having a feel. She's having a feel, and she's and freaking she out. She needs the cathartic release. Yes. And I don't think Bruce has picked up on that little clue yet. And if he were to engage her in a fight, like physical, let her yeah. work it out, work yeah. her anger out, yeah. then they could kiss and make up and everything exactly. would be fine. But this is the beginning of the yes. back and forth Selena and Bruce relationship that we see for decades. Yep. Yep. There's which we've already seen. Forties kids. Which, yeah, I know. Which we've already seen on the show multiple times. It's just here it is again. Yeah. Before yeah. the end of this, this season, she will be back. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, um, they they try to fight, and or she wants to fight, and finally, um, she's like, she tracked me down because of you, because she found out I was linked to you, and she turns and she storms out, which, again, Selena storms out at the drop of a hat. Um, so we go to the A plot. If I could stop yawning for a second. And, so, uh, are you, wait, 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 wait. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's just something so hilarious about a billionaire's best friend being a homeless street rat. Yeah. There's just something about that. Yeah. My sweet baby. Sorry. My sweet angel I wanted children. to get that out, but I was busy yawning. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so a uniformed officer takes Dwight away and um, his anticlimactic uh, performance. And we've got Jerome's face in a bag, which is nice. In a bag with ice. Yeah. I think we're beyond that point. Well, at this point, don't they still think the body's dead? Oh, that's right. Because at first I thought... Well, then if the body's dead, why would you put it on ice? Cause at fir- yeah, exactly. Because at first I thought, oh, then that's Jerome. But Jerome kills the... We find out later that he kills the cop that escorted mm-hmm. Dwight away. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what happens next. Um, because Lee calls and she's like, by the way, Jerome's alive. And he's coming after, after Dwight. And Jim's like, damn it. And so, of course, Jerome's the one that's taken Dwight away. And he uh, he takes him to some hideout or whatever. And uh, I love it because Jerome just casually staples his face back on. And apparently it hasn't been out long enough that it's just going to be attached and That's be how, a normal face. This is how medical things work in this world. Yeah. And I I, I don't like that they mess up. I understand what they're going for. I understand they're going for the new 52 Joker. I get that. Okay, fine. It's the current run of Joker or whatever. Whatever. But they've now, (coughs) excuse me, now Cameron has to wear these prosthetics and it's totally screwing with his ability to emote. And do what we loved him to do. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of worried because I saw, we saw a flash of him with like staples or I didn't know that that's what it was at the time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was stitches. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? Cause yeah, now I feel like they've overcomplicated him that if, if he does come, come back again and again, 
now we've got we're to have all with this, this shit. Space. Yeah. yeah, we're stuck with this yeah. space. And I, that's what makes me worry about that they're going to be bringing, that's going to start um, rotating other Jokers. Yeah. Because now Cameron's lost his ability to emote the Joker face, which as much I as he loved. Did, yeah. That was half the character. It was. It was. And the fact that he could do it without prosthetics and without and he CGI. And those weird yeah. smiles and stuff. They've, they've ruined him. Yeah. Yeah. So he puts his face back on and, and he asked Dwight how it looks. And Dwight's like, yeah, yeah, it looks good. It looks it's good. fine. It's fine. Um, and he's like, so, buddy, are you are you mad about the face cutting? And Jerome's like, no. He's like, you brought me back from the dead. And then he, he has this box and he's going to wheel it out. And, and the whole time Dwight's like, I don't fucking know what's happening. Um, so we go to Oswald, who Gabe is back. We have, we have. Nice some, to see him again. Yeah. So he tells Gabe that Ed, ha- like they're, they're going to be on like the Ed man hunt now. And so Gabe's like. Gabe's Oswald like, cannot fathom that Edward is behind all of this. Yeah. His cannot. brain just has not even considered that option. Nope. And so Gabe's like, you know, I'm hearing weird things, boss. And Oswald's like, I don't care. I fucking care. And um, so Ed calls. And he's like, oh, I snuck away and I got to the phone. And Oswald's like, yes, yes, tell me where you are. I love you. And he's like, I'm at Kane Chemicals. And he hangs up. And I'm like, oh, honey, this is such an obvious trap. And t- Oswald just doesn't see it at all. And so he tells Gabe to stay at the phone and wait in case Ed calls back. And he, he gets all his other goons to go with him. And you're like, oh, you're going to do a dumb this is when your level of obsession has just gone too far. And that's the thing, though. Ed recognized that, and he's going to use it against him. And it's totally working. Totally. So, yeah. Um, so, Jim tells Harvey that reports are coming in all over the city of all these random attacks of all these uh, Jerome people that saw enough of the broadcast to basically take to the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Lucius uh, turns on the TV, which, because apparently we have, uh, only have TV reporters again. We're ignoring Valerie Vale. And, um, I know, what the fuck? Yeah. And so, they are, this reporter is running a feed from their stolen camera, because Jerome stole a, uh, a news van. And Jerome's talking to the folks of Gotham, and he's telling them about how he died. And uh, he has Dwight tied up. And he's like, uh, you know, again, people, there are no rules. And he's like, no rules, just right. Do whatever you want. Kill whoever you want. I'm super dead. It's fine. And I was super dead, but now I'm not anymore. And this is when <laughs> Jerome uh, gets some dynamite out. And he lights he lights Dwight up. And he, <laughs> it's so funny because he leans over to him and he's like, yeah, I do blame you for the for the face cutting thing. And he walks out and, <laughs> and Jim's like, it's the power plant from across the river. And Harvey's like, Harvey's like, you can't make it in enough time. Harvey, and, again, the voice of logic. No, but then he's like, you can't make it in enough time. Go onto the roof. I'll call a chopper. And I'm like, you honestly thought you were going to beat My a little sweet, fuse on a piece of dynamite. Sweet, sweet babies. And so Jim, and the only reason he goes up there is so we can get this next well, dramatic shot. Yeah, 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 sure. So sure, he gets sure. up there and he's waiting for the, for the helicopter and he sees the, the power plant explode and all, and the lights just start going out click, in waves. Click, yeah. Click. So all that Gotham needed right now was Jerome to tell them they could do whatever the fuck they want and a blackout. So Gotham became the night before Bruce did. Correct. Correct. Now I'm just picturing a city-sized cape. That's just... No capes. No capes. That's just a damn shame. Yeah. Yeah. So so how did we feel about the episode in and of itself? Outside of the stupid Maria crap. I feel like we wasted 
half an episode that I could have been having Jerome fun with waiting for Jerome to wake up and then covering him up. Yeah. I mean, the stuff we got was awesome. Yeah, but then, and, and now we've lost his face. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the character, the, 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 the way he portrays the character is still there and that's great. Yeah. But we've lost the face. Yeah. The visual. And now, now they've got him like pulled tight maybe so he can have that forced kind of smile maybe next week it won't be as bad i'm hoping maybe not. it'll be a little more well i got a promo shot that's better yeah but it's not moving so it's hard to yeah and it's the next episode is called the gentle art of making enemies so i'm sure it's going to be a delightful romp that'll be great and yeah. then that's that's our actual winter finale, finale yeah which yeah. you and i find hard to believe seeing as how it was 70 here yesterday it's colder today though today i think we you made were just it, bitching yeah well i think today we made it it was we had a cold front come through yeah it's still That's like in okay. the 60s today it'll be you know back up next yeah. week it's fine <coughs> and you wonder why we're sick yeah i know seriously so we have <coughs> a fuck ton and at of, the end i have a little bit of a spoilery thing for when we come back after the after the hiatus so it's not like a ton of stuff but i do i think a lot of people might consider it spoilery so i'll save it to the end okay so greg writes in okay and uh he claims that he has no notable gripes with this particular episode oh yay all right for once um this is finally an episode I legitimately have no notable gripes with good uh so he starts with uh miss flair aka stabby babs i love her uh so does he says so right there uh (laughs) she is the fucking puppet master Mm -hmm. ozzy's strings eddie's strings tabby's strings it doesn't matter she manipulates manipulates the psychopaths like they're cellos and she's a musical genius dance puppets dance yeah and the comment about penguin's hair alone was worth watching this episode oh my god it was great imagine what she'll eventually do to jim Ooh, yeah because eventually she's, I'm assuming eventually she's going to turn her sights back to Jim Gordon. They're go- eventually they're going to screw and she's going to come up randomly pregnant. Oh. Not so randomly pregnant. It's going to yeah. have to happen. Yeah. It's not going to be they're back together. It's going to. It's going to be surprised I was on fertility drugs, which that takes into consent. That's where I don't want it to get squicky. And I'm afraid that's it's the, going, that's the only way that it would ever make sense for them yeah. to ever have kids. Right. Is for it to be squicky. Right. Uh, so he goes on, once again, the bat and the cat are super enjoyable to watch when they're together. That sparring scene at the end was the biggest wink and nod towards the future we know they're going to have. It's already here. Yeah. The it was future good is here. Yeah. It was a good scene, though. Um, he's becoming the night. Wait, I'm, I'm going to have to quote this. He's becoming the night, y'all. Hell yeah. He was a boss. She was fearless. And I loved every moment these two were on screen this episode. Awesome. Literally, my least favorite thing about this episode is that I can... Com- is that I completely called Maria's entire purpose and arc on the show. Yeah, I don't think that was hard to do because just, they were telegraphing it. I really hope And you're have. just like, oh, this is boring. I, I want for her to have a better story. I know, that's the thing. I'm like, you pick the most boring possible arc to put her in, and oh, there it is. Yeah. Uh, and he, he goes on to say, let me get this straight. Harvey gets the office, mm-hmm. the title, Mm-hmm. Hopefully the bump in his paycheck. I hope so. But Jim gets all the power that comes with those things. That is correct. Again, we know who's holding the balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Harvey, who in the pilot didn't even want Gordon as a partner, <laughs> is completely on board with this dude giving out all the orders. Again, let me point you to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hard to argue against it this episode, though, because Jim didn't do anything stupid or obnoxious or justice bone or boring. That is very true. He was actually a good leader and not too far behind where he should have been. He was like, um, um, a detective? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. That's... That's the word I'm looking for. A detective. <laughs> Sometimes I think he writes these things just so I'll read them. <laughs> That's okay. Lee and Lucius were good in this episode, too. Mm-hmm. They wrote Jim and Lee's scenes well. I wasn't annoyed or bored. Well, they only really had two quick exchanges. It wasn't... That's that's all we need. Exactly. It wasn't like, oh, but I love you. But it, like, it wasn't... <laughs> it was just matter of fact and to the point. Uh, he says they made Lucius funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. I love Lucius. But seriously, though, can we see Fox make something? That is funny, though, because I thought that was interesting that he was like, what am I, just the gadget guy? And I'm like, not yet. Yeah, but you will be. And and Greg asks, what is his job description? Do they need him to do everything sciencey? Can Lucius and Leslie get a little goddamn help? I would love to see them them work together. Cops might be able to do their damn jobs better. Yeah, that, yeah I'd love to see them collaborate on something. Yeah. But no. I don't even think we've seen the... That's it. Lucius and Lee are the same person. <gasps> called it. You called it. You're welcome. When was the last time they had a scene together? I'm sure it was probably like three episodes ago. But no, they're the same person. They're same the same person. person. Same person. Just going to put that out there. Thank you for putting your tin hat. But finally... Tin foil hat on. Right. But finally, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary pals... Let's talk about the king. I had to throw that in there. Yes, you did. Let's talk about the king of crime, the ace in the hole, the true wild card, the Joe. I mean, Jerome Valeska. The Joker. Backed by popular demand in and outside of the script. Yep. They took the Nicolas Cage face-off route to get there. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hadn't even thought about face-off. What a ridiculous, ridiculous movie. It's a good updated version of how his face got disfigured. How the fuck he got anywhere with those bandages wrapped around his head unnoticed is a mystery to me. It really is. But who gives a shit? It's Jerome. All is forgiven. Exactly. They put a good amount of him in the story, too. They didn't tease us. Yeah. Okay, then he gives us his bullet points. Uh, Jim was a leader. Harvey was funny. Lee was interesting. We got a touch of Alfred and Lucius. Mm -hmm. Just not together. Oswald is feeling murderous. I'm like, give that fucker a sandwich, okay? Please, somebody. And a new sweater. Ed was working hard behind the scenes, though we never actually saw Ed this episode. No, but they kept him involved with phone calls, which he was... was... Or no, do we see him at the very end when he was on the phone with Oswald? No, we never see him. Oh, did we just hear him then? Mm. I think we just heard his voice. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bruce and Selena were compelling. Tabitha was allowed to do what she does best, sexy homicide with a smile. And she even got lines. Yeah, she did. That's true. Uh, Barbara brought the fucking flair. And we actually got Jerome back being Jerome. Yeah. So. I do feel like it was a little bit of a tease for the first episode because I knew it was a three episode arc. Mm-hmm. And they didn't bring his ass back. And they didn't even bring him back in the episode. We just literally saw him laying there. Right. In yeah. cryo. Yeah, but I kind of, you, you always know it's going to happen. I know. So. I know. Anyway. So we heard from Kim. Okay. <coughs> she says, I really like this episode. I think the fast-forwarding of certain scenes helped a great deal. Yes. Still couldn't escape Jim's stupid at the end, though, because did he really think he was going to manage to be able to stop the explosion? Yeah. That... How long of a wick did he think Jerome <laughs> used? 200, 300 feet, 
So Jim stays being Jim. I want to intervene here. Um, it is kind of a callback to, um, was it in the dark night? Which was the one where, uh, two face got blown up. Was that dark night? Was that dark night? Yeah. They all kind of blur together. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of a callback to that, I guess. Ish, but yeah. The, and and it, although Joker blows up a lot of people, it so. was so transparent though because it was just like we have to get Jim on the roof for this dramatic. Well, they're like, how do we get him up there? Let's yeah. I mean, let's pretend that's like the best they could get. Yeah. I said that writing was getting tight. I didn't say it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. So Kim goes on to say. I wasn't crazy about the Harvey snark at Lucius because did Harvey conveniently forget that he was a dirty cop who did the bidding of a murderous mob boss? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Harvey lives on snark. That's true as well. One of my favorite things about his characters. Yeah. So you'll forgive almost anything. I I will. Yeah. I will. All he has to do is flop his hair a little, and I'm done for. Um, but that's just me. You are allowed your opinion, Kim. It's fine. I get that. (laughs) I understand that. Um, she says, I like the wrap-up with Selena and her mother, assuming we are truly done with Mama Cat. I don't think we are. No redemption arc, no emotional manipulation of Alfred. She was just shown to be as low down and dirty as her background and top-notch mothering would have led us to believe. I'm afraid she's not gone. I'm afraid uh, she's yeah. not gone. I'm afraid they've just set her up. Yeah. Yeah. And if she was just come and gone, it's a waste of a character. It is. It and is. our time. And when we didn't need to see all that. We could have gotten <laughs> other cool Selena Bruce stuff. Yeah, like the whole owl thing. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Whatever. So Kim goes on to say, too bad the Jerome cult is portrayed as being compromised of nothing but loons. What always made the Joker such a force was the fact that the majority of the people down with him were what we would consider to be sane. They were just hardened criminals who were in it for the money and the carnage. That's true. But I think we at least got a little bit of that with the security guard and with the cop. Well, there was that. But also, you've got to remember that this was Dwight's group of people, not Jerome's group of people. Like, not recruited by Jerome when he was alive. Jerome's been dead all day. Yeah. or Mostly dead all day. Mostly dead all day. I totally screwed up the Princess Bride. That's okay. but. It's okay. You knew where I was going. I didn't know that. So, again, this is Dwight's group, not Jerome's group. So, maybe with Jerome, we'll get a higher class of people. Well, maybe he can go to Arkham. People that he actually, yeah, that he actually recruited himself. Yeah. I'm still on board with Babs being the Harley. Oh, I would love that. I would really love that. But, yeah. Uh, Kim goes on to say, I think I'm going to like the Jerome character. I just wish I didn't get the feeling that he was channeling Mark Hamill's version of the Joker from Batman the Animated Series, which, in my opinion, is the best portrayal of the character I have seen in all the incarnations I have watched. I have the DVDs for I want to take a delightful stroll down that piece of memory lane. Oh, my God, there's I want to see more originality from the actor, but I'm willing to take the ride because I think he has the potential to create a version of Mr. J that can stand the test of time. I hope so. He has has been in interviews saying that he's tried to pull together Nicholson, Ledger, Mm -hmm. and Hamill, that he has tried to pull it over. Maybe he's leaning a little too much towards Hamill. Yeah. I don't know. I just like him. I do, too. She says, looking forward to next week's winter finale. I have the feeling that it just might be an episode that I'll watch more than once. Okay. I hope it's that good, and I hope I don't just end up getting pissed off at what happens. Right. So, yeah. Okay, we got one more. Gina, man, you got it in. You got it. it in. Like three minutes before we started recording. Under the wire, as usual. Good job. So good. Good It's job. like she knows it. It, it is. It is. Uh, she says, hi, you ladies. Uh, this is Gina, right? Yeah. 
Before I give my thoughts about this week's episode, I thought I would let you know why there's a reason why watching Jim and Lee on screen is like watching paint dry, and I owe it to an old episode of Friends. Do tell, Gina. So Chandler is dating this actress who is in this play, and she has a super steamy love scene in the first act. Chandler freaks out about how much passion and chemistry she seems to have with her onstage lover. Joey tells him that she isn't into the other guy because into the other guy since they have all the chemistry on stage. Joey explains that if you see a lot of chemistry on the stage or in a show, that means they aren't sleeping together. Once they start sleeping together in real life, that is when the acting goes away. Well, that explains it. Chandler is not buying it until Joey asks if there has been any chemistry with him and a girl in a scene and Chandler buys it. It dawned on me right how right he was. Once Ben and Marina hooked up, it was like anything interesting about Jim and Lee died. Not that it was super great to start with, <laughs> but I think Jim and Valerie had a little bit of something compared to Lee and Jim this season. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of Lee, she was clearly out of fucks this week. <laughs> While it made her scenes with Jerome pop, it made scenes with Jim sort blah. Yeah. We get it, Lee. You are super pissed about the dead husband. The line where she tells Jim to have them bring Mario back from the dead was sort of out of character considering what she saw last week with Barnes. I'm not sure. I know. I thought that same thing. I was like, dude, he was infected either way. Right. <sighs> I'm not sure if death cures the Alice virus. She takes it a step further. But do you really want to find out? No. She is still super ungrateful to be alive, and I'm trying to see how, if, or why these two would ever get back together at this point. Hell, was Lee still in Gotham? Why is Lee still in Gotham at this point? The yeah. phrase, run, bitch, run, has never applied more. And that's the thing, like... I started thinking about this, and I was—I know Lee didn't see the knife, but now, of course, we've—we've we've assumed that everybody believes that he was infected. Yes. So even though she didn't see the knife, like, does, does she, she still believe that Jim? Does she really him? think Jim would do that? And the whole thing is, he constantly has justice boners and has to do the right thing, even though, like, because mm. she tried to get him to walk away from the police force a couple times, and he's like, "No, it's the right thing." Does she honestly think he'd lie about that? I think she's just too filled with hate and anger. Estrogen. Yeah. She and estrogen. She didn't get her wedding night. I'm just saying. That's true. Just saying. That's... Not that they weren't living together in sin before. Yeah. yeah. So Gina goes on to say, I did like seeing how little she cared about being held hostage in her own lab with Jerome. It was like, yeah, it's been about three weeks since I've had a gun to my head. I wonder if this counts as my lunch break. Yeah. Least... Am I going to get a frequent punch card at some point? Right. Uh, Lee sass with Jerome just casually trying to catch him on what he's missed in a year was great. It was. Let's get to the real meat of the show this week, Jerome. <laughs> I think the team at AOS needs to call Gotham and ask how to be dark and edgy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just when I think Gotham can't cross another line, it goes, hold my beer. <laughs> in three seconds, and we've had children kidnapped for possible organ harvesting, cannibalism, implied incest, chopped off hands, dead girlfriend kink, and now a face cut off and worn like leather face mask, only to be stapled back onto the original person. Damn, Gotham. I didn't even name half your shit, and you still have an 8 p.m. time slot. I would like to point out in our time zone, it's, it's seven. at 7. Yeah. But I yeah, that was that's, that's true facts right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you're on Fox, but damn slow your roll. <laughs> it was amazing to see how... She speaks her language. I know, right? It was amazing to see how nonchalant Jerome, while being told he has been dead for a year, all the while he's missing his face. Yeah, he's pretty chill about it. His reaction to Theo being killed twice while he was dead was great. 
I do hope they go more into why Jerome wants to go after Bruce in next week's episode. I know he was about to kill Bruce before Theo killed him. But that was Theo's deal. But he had never been near Bruce before that night. Will it be a just cause, just cause thing or will it have a deeper meaning? I know it's Gotham and I shouldn't think. <laughs> but yeah, that was Theo's plot. So <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Uh, the B plot had Barb and Ed playing Oswald like a harp. Barb telling Oswald to shower and do that vampire thing with his hair was great. Yep. I really want to see her and Jerome back together. Watching them be crazy is too much fun. No sign of Butch while all hell breaks loose, which makes me worried about his future. Uh, Butch comes and goes so much. Yeah. Damn it, Gotham. You made me care about Butch, and I'm going to be super bummed if, uh, when he, if he goes. Yeah. I know they aren't going to kill Ed or Oswald. I'm curious to see how they'll wrap up their storyline for this part of the season. It's going to be a hard turning point for Oswald. You don't see him out of control that often. His feelings for Ed are pushing him out of control in reason. Even Gabe was like, hey, boss, I think. And Oswald does not want to hear anything sounding sane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> little disappointed that the Selena mom story went the typical route of her being terrible. However, it does serve a purpose. Do tell. It makes Selena even harder and turns her against Bruce. Like, really turns her against Bruce. We've seen her annoyed with him and maybe pissed off a little and a little hurt, but this is the first time she's seen truly hurt to the core with him. The smack to the face had some rage in it, and she really wanted him to fight back, and she might have beat the shit out of him. I think this will be the moment that sets the relationship forever as Batman and Catwoman. We'll see. We'll have to see if she just comes back like she always does. Or I kind of feel is... like we were already there. Yeah. Uh, week next is winter finale 2.0. Yes. Yes, it, it is. And we have Gotham in an utter blackout with the cult of Jerome running around. We have showdowns all over the place, and I have no idea what they have planned for the back half, seeing as how crazy the first half was. Um, and I wanted, I don't know if I've pointed this out on air or not, but, you know, we were talking about the first half of last season was one name and the second half, and this, this is technically the end of the first half, so we may come we back may with another We may get the change, name. yeah. 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 I last, hope so. Last thoughts. Lucius was back and he got to do stuff and say lines. Yeah. Was Thank there a, you. Was there a C option and what would it have been? Option A was to let the heads go. Option B was to kill them all. Option C, uh, ship them down south. Yeah. There you go. The Falcone retirement route. Tabby's hand healed up really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suspiciously well. And her final thought is, we saw how willing people are to give up everything for Jerome and how they seem to not just be street kids. Cops, guards, post office folks were willing to be in the cult. Could this go deeper and higher up in the next season? Judges, lawyers, elected officials. The seeds for interesting pots are there if Gotham wants to plant them. That's true. Kind of like a secret society of its own, but not like Court of Owls level, but it's just well, that madness puts you, and chaos. It puts you into the underground yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, portion of this show or something. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So there's that. So, yeah. Well, that's all our feedback. Um, So I have that spoilery thing. So. Okay, so if you don't want to listen to spoilery things, thanks for listening. Yay. Okay, okay you, so the according to IMDb, which I know is not always 100% accurate. So Wait, that's, what, what, what do you mean? I know. What? I know. That's what? always my disclaimer. But Lies. the next episode in April, is going to be titled How the Riddler Got His Name. So I'm pretty jazzed about that. Interesting. So, yeah. 
And it's really, it's like two minutes long and it's a riddle and people say, hey, buddy, you should be called the Riddler and that's the episode. That's it. There, That's that's yeah. the show. I'm, I should really write for Gotham. Okay, I? great. That's, so, yeah. that's great. So that's all I have. That's all I have. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.